as we uh, welcome everybody into Red Card Radio this week, we do have to note that we um, are dealing with the loss of uh, Queen Elizabeth II in England. Um, that had postponed all the football matches in England through match week seven, uh, both in the men's division and in the women's divisions. Um, so we don't have a, a review episode for you guys tonight. Uh, we do have kind of a news episode and some European football that's been played. But um, we do, uh, you know, of course, want to extend sympathies to the royal family and anyone who is uh, feeling, you know, hurt by the passing of Queen Elizabeth. Um, but we will do our best to have some levity here and have a fun episode for you guys. This is Red Card Radio. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whenever you're listening from. Thanks for tuning in. Red Card Radio is a weekly look at the Premier League from three friends who support different clubs. As always, my name is James. I support Arsenal. With me tonight is Brad. He supports Chelsea. And down below, that is Sean. He supports Tottenham Hotspurs. Gentlemen, what's up? How is everybody doing? No processing, I think, is the best word. Since we're we're providing levity, I will... I will admit some ignorance here, uh, since Liverpool keep being the the blunt of of uh, the reason for canceling the games because Liverpool fans can't be trusted. <laughs> the, o- the the only <laughs> the only reason I could think of uh, would be that their city is largely Irish. Um, is that the specific reason that Liverpool fans don't like the? don't like the queen or or the the monarchy or whatever you want to, the crown uh or is there something else that i just don't know i don't know they're dicks well they are jerks yes <laughs> but i i just figured i i do know that i'm i'm almost certain that um liverpool is largely irish yeah i i have no idea or at least from irish descent like yeah i'm very american and i have no idea about like why certain groups of people in the United Kingdoms don't like the monarchy if, for what reasons like obviously like I can understand like the the Scottish English tension and the the Irish English tension like I get all of that but um beyond that like I don't know but it did it did drag up a, a very funny video I saw of Killian Murphy and Tom Hardy uh being interviewed and uh the interviewer who's American was said you guys are both British and Killian was like no, I'm not. I'm Irish. And you could see Tom Hardy was like, like he almost sits back like this should be good. <laughs> and the guy was like, well, I just meant you guys are both, you know, you guys are both from the British Isles. And he's like, no, I, I'm Irish. <laughs> and like doubles down. And the, the, then the reporter or the interviewer tries to like shift gears a little bit. But Tom Hardy's just like, go ahead. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Tom's like, yeah. yeah Tom, Tom like sits back. He's like, Yep, keep going. He's going to come across this table. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was very funny. So, actually, for some levity, um, you know, we are now Chelsea FC is now Hogwarts FC. Yeah, um, there you go. Apparently, apparently, you can uh, magic somebody into a four four three setup. 
Oh yeah, we got we do need to dive into that. So, we do need to dive in your four four three. We will get we will get to Chelsea in, in short order. Um we, we do what, what we've got tonight, we've got some comments uh from Joel and Jimmy that we want to get to. Uh just kind of put a nice little bow on VAR from our conversation last week. I do have a humorous anecdote about a VAR catastrophe um that did happen in Europe this weekend. So wait, wait, wait. We have comments about VAR. We're talking about VAR again. Almost. There were no games. There were no English games. Why are we talking about VAR? We, we've got we've got listeners who who watch other leagues, Brad. Um, so then we're going to talk, of course, about Chelsea. Uh, that's all I'm going to leave it at. We, and then we have a couple other, you know, interesting uh, talking points that we'll get into before we uh, round out this episode with a look yeah. at what's going on in Europe. So it'll it'll be kind of like a fuego, not so rapido. Fuego medium. Oh yeah. Medium. Yeah. Medium fuego. <laughs> okay. Not so, not so rapid fire. All right. So comments. Um, first one they they're kind of go hand in hand. So I'm just going to read them right basically together. So Joel, um, he, he hit us up last week and said, it's embarrassing that Brad is calling uh, it a foul still. Uh, I would imagine that he's referring of course, to the West Ham yeah. foul on Mendy uh, West Ham robbed by a corrupt league. Same about Newcastle, too. Two teams pushing to get into the top six punished for literally no reason at all. VAR needs a redesign, and fast, because it clearly isn't working. Um, Jimmy... I sense some sarcasm there. <laughs> no, I said it clearly isn't working. Is not working. Um, so, Brad, you say you want to... It seems, you're leaning into the microphone like you want to say something before I read I Jimmy's did, but comment. I didn't know if you wanted to keep reading. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean... West Ham really pushing for that uh, top 18 spot there. It's, it's early season. The, the table doesn't matter for a couple more weeks. Uh, Jimmy, oh. Jimmy hits us in the, uh, in the, well, it doesn't matter because if West Ham win their next th- four games, they're right in the thick of it. Right. Okay. But so, why does, why does, why does Arsenal Twitter keep bragging that they're going to be uh, top of the top of the league until October one? Be, <laughs> because, Arsenal fans have had very little joy over the last 15 years. <laughs> and so we're having a little bit of fun. We're having a laugh. No Arsenal fan actually expects us to win the league, but we might as well have a laugh about it while we can. All right. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Jimmy, um, the one big difference with VAR, uh, with VAR, with soccer and baseball is 95% or more of baseball reviews are not subjective. The only subjective call that is really is the event of a tie, which really doesn't happen that often. Now, the other thing that American sports does that helps in is this ability is for the ch- uh, a challenge for a play to be reviewed. What happens if the EPL impl- implements that where a manager can only review two plays the entire game completely changes the intention of VAR? I personally hate that idea. Yeah. I think it's garbage. Like, could you imagine? Like, <laughs> could you imagine? I, I, think, the game? I, I, think, I think it would turn less into a positive, a positive change that he's trying to make here. And turn into a tactical move of, to slow down the game. Well, could you imagine the situation? So, the, my context about a VAR situation in Italy uh, this weekend, uh, Juventus were playing Saladiterna, and Juve had a goal disallowed and then a winning goal in the 90th, 90th minute, in six minutes into stoppage time. They scored a header, um, and a player was adjudged to be offside. So, not the player that hit the ball. A player was just offside, and the ball traveled kind of past him. Um, he didn't interfere with the play at all. Didn't really do anything. He didn't. He didn't really get into the eyesight of the goalkeeper. So if you think about like Richarlison against Spurs, 
um or it's chelsea uh, it gets chelsea excuse me um or you think about um there was another famous one i'm thinking about this year but there's been a couple you know like some that have been disallowed for offside people right this was not that Benucci was a judge to be in an offside position. VAR comes out. They have the ref go look at the monitor. They've drawn up the lines, and he's obviously offside, right? But wait, they didn't use all of the camera angles available, obviously, because if they had, they would have seen that Benucci was onside by over a meter because there was a player near the corner flag that was keeping him obviously onside. But because VAR relied on a terrible camera angle, Juventus had a goal improperly disallowed for offside when the player was obviously onside so could you imagine this so we're, we're doing i don't think jimmy's actually suggesting that that they implement this but could you imagine getting to that point in the game having used both of your challenges var makes this blunder of a call and you can't challenge it because you've already used your well i think he was saying that var <laughs> wouldn't naturally occur unless it was but, yeah. could, but could you well, imagine but also that there's, there's probably also rules like what he's what jimmy's referencing is like the uh, nfl where in the last two minutes of the game there are no challenges okay you cannot challenge people in the field like, so i'm guessing jimmy and he'll probably put this more in the comments and we'll still have to talk about var next week um uva would still be you uva would have still lost by that proposal that you're proposing right brad because then yes. the coaches would not be allowed to challenge anyway even if they had one which is what I think he's basing it off of. I think just to wrap this up, um, I think we all are kind of in agreement that VAR needs work. But maybe it's just like the referees need to get better. The referees who are on the field and the referees who are implementing VAR needs to get better. Like we haven't had a situation that I'm aware of as bad as what happened in Italy this weekend. No. That, that was absolutely unforgivable. Like I don't know if Syria has anything to do or can do anything, but they honest, honestly, they need to go back and award Juve three points and take no. take a point away from Sal and Aterna. Like, cause that's, that's horrible. So the governing body, are, I know they're not like MLB where they can be cycled out. Are, are, do they have protections that they cannot be fired? Like the referees? Like, no, I don't think so. Yeah, like like Paul Tierney or like, so there, there's not many protections. They're, they're held accountable. I think so. Just the same. Okay. I just was thinking that there just needs to be more accountability, like where if something is so egregiously wrong, then they just fire them midweek and be like, okay, well, you're, you're out of here. Yeah. And then once that happens, then I bet you the referees get a whole lot better. Probably. Um, but yeah. So yeah, if you have more comments about VAR, you can send them through. No, no guarantee that we'll talk about them unless we have another fiasco about VAR. Um, because yeah i mean obviously but let's let's turn our attention now to chelsea football club so we reported to you guys last tuesday and a little bit behind behind the curtain we record all of our episodes on tuesday so tonight we are recording this is tuesday september 13th um last week it was tuesday september the 6th and we are recording our episode and we're talking about managers who are going to get fired and we're all like, oh, the El Sacchio is coming up and Brendan Rogers or Steven Gerrard's going to get fired or it's David Moyes. Like somebody's <laughs> going to get fired, right? And we spend two and a half hours prepping episodes and recording episodes and our boy Todd Bowley was like, nah, 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 I ain't, ain't going let to you, let you have that. So we reported, of course, that Chelsea lost in, uh, in the Champions League. Uh, against Dynamo Zugreb. Uh and that was kind following of... Following morning. The following Come morning. Full, 
come four o'clock a.m american time so literally like five hours after we're finished recording all of our episodes for the week todd Bowley has fired thomas tuchel champions league winner finalist of four different cup competitions in his 18 months in charge of uh, every cup competition he was in he was we played in fired by todd uh Bowley, sacked unceremoniously yeah. Yeah, I think that's. I think you're right on that, Brad. He made every final that, that yes. he was possible that was possible to be made the final in, except last year's Champions League. Correct. That's yes. correct, right? Because yes. he won the Champions League the year before. Uh, it, was he, it was in the FA and the league. And well, so the only one he didn't make. The only one he did. Well, you win that. You got that for winning the Champions League, but you know what I'm saying. Every one. That he was possible to make the finals, he made it, except last year's Champions League. So, when Frank Lampard was fired, and yep. Thomas Tuchel was hired, were Chelsea still in the FA Cup that season? Oh, I yeah, did. You guys make it to the FA Cup this season, the FA Cup final of the season? Yes, because you lost to Leicester. You lost to Leicester. That's right. Yeah, I don't know about the league. We lost to Arsenal. We lost to Leicester. Then we lost to Liverpool. They were probably lost three FA Cups. They were probably already out of the League Cup from the fall. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but it's um, but I would I want to make I want to make an addendment to something that Sean Shardamas has proclaimed. <laughs> okay. I have proclaimed that Moyes will be the first fired. Moyes. I have been I have been foiled not once but twice. <laughs> so I have been foiled by a team that is represented by a betting company. <laughs> <laughs> and a manager that runs wants to run a four four three, or an owner that wants to run a four four three, and also owns a betting company. Does he also really DraftKings? <laughs> well, own DraftKings. I don't. Oh I'm yeah, he sure. does. I'll confirm, right. but I'm pretty sure he does. Um, yeah, or at least he's a controlling owner. Yeah, he's yeah. at least part of the management. Um, I would like to say I want those two wiped clean from from the record. Moyes will still be the next one fired. Uh, because that's ridiculous. No. Well, you're even wrong about that because David Moyes won't be the next one fired. It's obviously going to be Brendan Rodgers, but no. It's going to be, it's going to be Moyes. Regardless, regardless, regardless of Todd Bowley's 4-4-3 proclamations. We just just talked about how great, (laughs) how great it is that Tuchel, the tactical genius that he is. Didn't think of it. I know. The the (laughs) tactical didn't think of it. No, the tactical genius that he is. And he gets fired for not having a shared vision when the vision (laughs) was to run a 4 4 3. And Tuchel probably, the end of that that meeting probably was like, get your soccer away from me. Go over there. I'm going to handle the football. You play (laughs) soccer over there. Get away from me! You take Kristen, if you're running a four four three. Take Kristen Pulisic with you, and take Pulisic too, because he ain't playing. <laughs> um, so like Tuchel was probably like Pulisic or your boy. Get your mans. So he's as, trying to run. He's trying to run 12, 12 man rotations here. For some context, Chelsea have now hired Graham Potter uh, from Brighton and Hove Albion. So of course, uh, Brighton and Hove Albion are searching for a manager. Um, they do have Brad. Uh, you, you you filled us in on this. Who is their who is their interim manager right now? Uh, Lalana is their uh, player manager. Um, I wonder if he's done Lallana. his badges yet. 
Have, have we figured out if he's done his badges yet? He's probably had to have done some number of badges to be able to be an interim coach. So he's probably been working on them with like the youth, with like the youth team. Um, he might not like. I mean, he doesn't. Ha- he clearly doesn't have like European badges that would certify him to be a European manager. Um, but uh, he's Brighton's not playing in Europe. Exactly. Yeah. He's probably I'll, got something. Can we talk about? I don't know the level of pettiness. He is German. I don't know the level of pettiness of Thomas Tuchel. How great would it be if he took the Brighton job? I think no. I think, no, just I, I know he's not. But how great? How great would that be? But he, so here's the problem. He's not the Mourinho same Petty. reason why he's not right. And, this, and the same reason why he's not in Chelsea anymore is very similar to the same structure at Brighton that Chelsea want to bring. So like some of the well, a Tuchel thought he was getting fired after the Arsenal uh, preseason match when he was like, "It's the same players. Why do you expect goals?" He thought that was going to get him fired. Um, that's when we started hearing rumblings. Um, B, when they came to him about Cristiano Ronaldo, and he was just like, no, I don't want him. He doesn't fit. But he's correct they, about that. From a I agree with you. And, and they weren't mad that they, he said no, but they're like, okay, why? Like, explain me, explain it to us why we don't want him. I'm sorry. This man is a head coach, a first team coach of a one of the biggest football clubs in the world. He doesn't have time to explain it to the dumbass owners why they shouldn't sign Cristiano Ronaldo. Right. Without a director of football, but without a director of football, he is okay. He but was. He's the manager playing then. as a director of football, and he did not want. No, he wanted to be the head coach. That's all he wanted to do. He missed Peter Check being able to be like, "That's stupid." No, this is why. He didn't have an intermediary, and he didn't like what they wanted from the head coach was more transparency, more of a conversation, not just a. Yes, no. Apparently, he also wasn't very reachable. Um, like he found out that Hudson Adoy went to Germany um, by the TV because he didn't respond to the WhatsApp group. Um, he also wasn't available to like finish off the Kunde deal. That's why the Kunde deal fell apart, and Barcelona came in. Um, I don't know how much of a hand he tried to play in Rafinha, but I don't. I don't think a ton, and I think that was also frustrating. I mean, but Todd. He's, he's used to, uh, I mean, I will, he's used to a European model, like where he is a Correct. coach and that's what his job he, is. Um, Correct. He, he, the, the structure that Tuchel was successful in was no longer going to be the structure going forward. It's and inter- I think that's why. But it's interesting. Like all this news is coming out now that, that uh, Todd Bowley is looking very stringently for a director of football and, you know, Graham they Potter. have been. Well, yeah, well, exactly. So, like, why are you holding? Why are we holding it against Thomas Tuchel for not wanting to be a director of football? And the, the club is obviously looking the... for a director of football. And then you fired him for not being the director of football. Essentially, it's just I don't know. Very the, easy. The, the communication channels weren't. It's there, a dumb and They firing. didn't think it was repairable. It's a downgrade. <laughs> oh, it is. Oh, it. Uh, like, look, and I hope Graham Potter absolutely blows out the water. And I and I said I said Tottenham should have hired him before the whole Nuno thing. Did I not? I said Graham Potter should be one. I, should be on the top of the list for Tottenham. I laughed at you because then I then predicted that they would be relegated. I know. So like, I, do I think Graham Potter is a good coach? Yes. Um, sure. His first. Over his head. His first match, uh, Champions League game that he has ever been to, he will be on the bench. So, Sean, you called me and you had an interesting question. You phrased this in an interesting way this morning. I want you to 
ask Brad that question now. Who's going to be the manager next August of Chelsea Football Club? I truly think it's Graham Potter. Okay. I mean, I sure, I, do. As, I sure as hell hope it's Graham Potter because apparently they've invested a hundred million pounds into this whole move. Yeah, it's, it Thomas, took a lot. Yeah. Thomas Tuchel's got like a twenty, had like a twenty million pound payout. It took twenty million yeah. pounds to get to get uh, Brighton to release Potter and all of his coaches. Release clause, and then yeah, all five of them, and then, four of them, and a recruiting assistant. Yeah, and then with contracts, they gave Potter a five year deal and all of his people five year deals that I guess amounts to in the range of sixty million pounds. So like, no, he gets sixty million pounds. He's twelve million a year for five years. <laughs> they gave Graham Potter just under Jurgen Klopp money, just under Pep Guardiola money. Not just under Pep. Pep is like being like 18, 19. Pep is Pep is ridiculous. I think Klopp is up in the ridiculous. I think they're, they're giving they're giving him Antonio Conte money then. Yeah. yeah that's what that's what Conte makes. Yeah. Yeah. Um but to tie a bow on the Tuchel thing, the easiest, like the, the easiest Americanized version of that, um, that is readily readily available in pop culture is the movie Moneyball, where there was no Brad Pitt. Yes. Because but there's a there's a point where Brad Pitt says, I put together the team I that I want you to run. And he says, I the the manager says, I'm gonna run the team. I'm gonna put the best nine players on the baseball field that I feel like I can correctly talk tell in an interview to the next team when I get fired that I did the best I could. So he's like, All right, if you're not gonna play the first baseman I want to want you to, I'm gonna trade Pena. Then they argue about he's the only first baseman on the team. You cannot trade him. And they argue about it. He's like, I absolutely can trade him because I'm the director of baseball. I'm the general manager. Yes, I absolutely can. And if you're not going to run it the way I want, I'll get rid of the player you keep playing that I don't want you to play. (laughs) And like, so that's that's what they didn't have. That was but that was that's between the manager and the director of baseball that shielded the owner from it. So the owner's asking for questions. Tuchel's like, I'm a manager, bro. I, I just I just put the tactics and the players that I have available on the field in a way that I think I can win with. Right. Uh, but- past, past that, you ask me who I want, this is a list. This is a list of players that would be nice. You, t- you tell me who you can get. I'll say yes or no. Otherwise, I'm going to be back making tactics. Right, but also they felt that his tactics weren't there either. In that his first his first fifty games, we had twenty four goals conceded. His last fifty games, we had fifty three. But he would okay. But we played five games without Rudiger. Rudiger, you we guys are you guys are five games. Worse. Okay, your defense is entirely different. You, I don't know from I, January. No, it wasn't. No injuries last year. No. Yeah, Rudiger was injured a little bit last year. Were yeah. you complaining about Rudiger wasn't ben, the wingbacks ben, were Ben Chilwell's been missing for six months. Reese James only came back in like April. Like wingbacks were. No, Ben J uh Ben Chilwell was out forever. Reese James was Plus out Conte. for like a month or two. But Plus Conte. You, but Conte was out fifty three and five of these seven attackers want to leave. These are all the things that they that like were part of the reason that built the case. It's a bad decision. Anyway, we're moving. I, I wanted. I want to tie a bow on Tuchel. No, let's not let's, drag back in. Let's untie. Wait, the no. Bow. Let's get to his German compatriot. That's Spe- where I speaking of clock. Speaking of clock making eighteen. <laughs> um. So uh, you, is this his last season at Liverpool? I think that's an interesting question. 
Um, Brad's probably heard the seven-year curse before. Where yeah, he spent seven years at Frankfurt. Uh, he leaves. Mines. Mines. Sorry, Mines. He leaves to go to Dortmund. They get relegated that, that season. But the year, not the season after. The season that he left, they were relegated. And, he and go, then he, he goes to Dortmund. Did he spend seven years at Dortmund? Spent seven yeah. years at Dortmund. And the year after, they did not. Um, clearly, they didn't relegate it, but they didn't have a good season. Oh, and now we're, we're in the seventh year at Liverpool, and it's not looking good. And do you know who always follows a Jurgen Klopp team, who the next manager is? Thomas Tuchel. Thomas, Thomas Tuchel. Tuchel. Generally speaking, Thomas Tuchel, Tuchel went to PSG. Took over from at, took over from at Mainz. Took over from him at Dortmund. But then he went to PSG. And then, because he wasn't fired yet. I will say this about Jurgen Klopp. I don't think Jurgen Klopp gets fired. I think so. So, a little context: they did win their match today um, against Ajax. It was fuck. It was dicey there for a while. Um, yeah, it was one-one for the longest time for like the entire second half. Uh, I think it was Joel Matip had a header in like the eighty-something minute to to win the game. But it's not. It didn't look like Ajax. Like like it looked like they were they could win just as easily as Liverpool could have, um, so could you imagine had they lost that match, lost their first two matches in the Champions League plus their league form? I, I don't. That's hot. I don't ever think that FSG would fire Klopp, but I think that Klopp might look at the situation and say, "I'm a good manager. These are good players. There's something going on here." I need to walk away for the better, like the situation isn't going to improve with me here. So I'm going to walk away. I could see Klopp leaving before he gets fired and not leaving from like, I need to protect my pride standpoint. I think he legitimately loves Liverpool football club. And I think it pains him. I think it would pain him if it, he felt like he could not get Liverpool football club to where they belong to be. And so I, 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 I think Jurgen Klopp would quit before before he gets fired. Um, now, in the inverse, if we, if, if I want to like talk about a manager who I think would quit to save their own skin before, I think I think if you look at like Pep Guardiola, I think Pep Guardiola would absolutely walk because <laughs> just like to save his reputation. Like yes, I, you know I think if I'm thinking about those two top tier managers, I think that their their motivations are different. Um, but do I think Klopp leaves Liverpool this year? I still think Liverpool finish in the top four. I still think that they make a deep run in the Champions League. I still think they make a deep run in the FA Cup. Like, I have no reason to believe that they're not going to like turn it around. I mean, but I guess to be fair, they're one more Tiago injury away from being incredibly thin in the midfield. So, I don't know. I, I don't yeah. think I don't think that he leaves. I, I just see a lot of a lot of push from, of course, of course, this is Twitter, so you have to kind of filter the the bullcrap and yeah, the, yeah. the trolls out. But there does seem a, to be a lot of sentiment of of regret from Liverpool fans that they have not successfully replaced Wijnaldum. Well, I mean, like, I feel like if you talk about, like, the Jurgen, like, like the Klopp out, like, issues with, like, Klopp out of, uh, uncertainty or, like, distress, things like that yeah. by the fan base. It has to, it has mean, to do think, that they've had the basically the same start in eleven for – for six, six years. years, but I think what yeah. my, my point was going to be, I think we've all seen Tam Zied make tweets about that, like, and I don't know if they're yeah. how serious they are, and like the dude's been a Liverpool supporter for twenty five years, um, but like 
like and, and like when you talk about somebody who's been a Liverpool supporter for 25 years and it's like the previous 25 years, you have to understand that like they suffered for the first 18, 19 years. Like like, like no, they, they got a I mean they got a Champions League out of it. Yeah, I they, mean they, there were a couple highs, but like there was a lot it, more suffering as as a Liverpool it, fan over the last it, 35 years than there was successes, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't I don't know if you can call that suffering, really, when you get a Champions League. I mean, you you don't get a league. You get a couple FAs. You get... Uh, Sean's begging uh, for a trophy right now. Yeah, like, uh, what's what's suffering, buddy? You want to talk about suffering? Martin Skirtle like, is suffering. Yeah, oh when you got Martin Skirtle... When you when you got two baldies on the field, you got Martin Skirtle and John Joe Shelby, Shelby on the same team. You're not having a great time. You got Jose and Reek streaking up the left. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Brad, what do you think? Do you think he's you think he's done after this year or at some point this year? I think he's checked out. I think he signed the contract because his wife was like, I don't want to leave yet. And I think he expected this to be his last season because didn't he signed like another two years there? Yeah. I don't think he's fully in it. I, like, I don't I don't know whether they'll, they'll, he'll be fired or like or maybe it's run a form or whatever it may be, but it just doesn't feel like Klopp is Klopp. Like he's on the sideline more. He's not as animated as he normally is. This is going to feel like revisionist history and like the way I'm saying it. But like I was watching that Champions League final last year and I meant to tweet it out that like this feels like the end of an era for Liverpool. Like it feels like this is like the end of the run for them. And like Mane is leaving. Everyone's like 90 years old. Like Salah feels like he's not there anymore. And he hadn't signed the contract extension yet. So like you didn't know what his future was like. So it really felt like it was like kind of the end of an era in I don't and think I don't, Virgil can. Yeah, does, does, I don't think well, Virgil can cover for Trent anymore. But even beyond, even beyond like the actual like structural playing issues on the field, I don't know if Klopp wants to do the hard work again that he had to do seven years ago. Like that, like you had to. Like I don't think I don't know if he wants to go through the suffering again in order to like reach the summit again. And like, I, he clearly can do it because the man is. Clubs will be firing their managers, will be offering to fire their managers if Jurgen Klopp is available. Like, yes, many, many clubs in the world will be like, oh, you want to do you want to come to X, Y and Z? You want to come to Juventus? Max Allegri will yeet him. Don't care about him. You want to come to uh, you want to come to I don't know about Bayern, but you want to come to PSG? I don't know this Gutierrez guy. They're, Scott Dier, they're yeeting. Well, no, uh, they're not yeeting. They're going, hey, Mbappe, do you want Klopp as your manager? Okay, we'll eat him. Oh, I got to work hard? Then no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, Will, Will's not clamoring for circle ball? Circle formation ball? He's not clamoring for that? I don't think so. Um, James, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch gears to this yeah, right here, sure. buddy. I want to talk about Arsenal's next round of games here. All right, hit, him with, hit me with him. So you go... <clears throat> me, 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 me. You go Tottenham at home. No, no, Brentford. Brentford. We got Brentford this weekend. Brentford away. No, you're postponed, buddy. No, no, no Brentford's not. not. It's back on? It's been on. It's been it on. There's three games postponed this week. Yeah, I thought Arsenal were on. Nope. Arsenal's not one of them. All right, what, whatever. You get you get Brentford. Who Win. gives a crap? All right. You got Tottenham, Tottenham at home. Win. Okay. Uh, you got midweek. Now, this is when it gets dicey because you got a mid, midweek Europa. Win. Uh, then you've got, then you've got Liverpool at home. Then you've got a midweek. Wait, wait, then you you've didn't got say with the Liverpool game. Wait, 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 wait. What about the Liverpool game there? Yeah, here, win. 
I, you, I didn't say win. You didn't say anything. All right. I didn't say. All right. Win. So that, so that's a draw. Uh, then you then, then you've got a midweek Europa. Yeah. Uh, you play the same team. I don't know if that's just a yeah, generic it's, no, it's, game it's, filler. No, it's because okay. it's match week three and match week four. You always okay. So I don't know. Got if it. You should know this being you know a team a club that sporting Europa. club is in the, in European no, football. No, no, normally normally we enter in the knockout stage. It's the same in the Champions League. <laughs> Look at your Champions League schedule. You play we, don't play. we don't play in a lot of great stages of Europe. We just get into it after. One match week one and match week six are the same. Match week two and match week five are the same. Match week three and four are the same. How do you know uh, this? Anyway, the, I don't know. The, to finish it, it's it, 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 yeah. You, so you go midweek and then Leeds and then you go Man City well, on midweek. the week. City's uh, midweek. So, Time out about that Man City yeah, game. That, you, that that game's probably going to get postponed for the PSV Eindhoven game that needs to get rescheduled. But you're 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 questioning me. You're coming at me and you're saying Arsenal have had have a tough run of games. This up. was no that the Man City game. <laughs> you need you're forcing United in there. I saw United are getting put in here. So that so the Man City game is getting moved United? for United. No, no for Everton. We've already played United. Everton. Why was United in your? Because I, I looked. I wrote it down. You, oh my! We played United a couple. We played United. We lost to Manchester United. A week ago. All right. But then I don't know what that but, was. But, I don't know what that was about. Was it a cup game? No. That was in the league. They lost three so, one. We, we made fun we, of them for it. We didn't, Anyways, we didn't draw. You have a, in the league. Once you hit, once Tottenham starts a run where you don't, ha, you play two games every week for the entire month of October. We have nine matches in the month of October. Yeah. Bring them on. Who cares? So what? My. My play. ask is, my ask is, do you have the depth? This is this is where you're going to find the depth. I I said it in in Absolutely. in the do we, preseason do we, episode. Do we? Have I, I talked about Tottenham. Did we talked about uh, Tottenham's run? And I was just like, I don't know, man. Like we just need to add players because we're just going to need bodies. Every single team that's playing in Europe has the same number of nine games, games in October. You have, has nine games. You have I nine games. He has nine games. Manchester City has nine games. Liverpool has nine games. Who cares? You got to play them. Bring them on. Like this is this is. I am excited. October is going to be freaking awesome. Arsenal on Sunday. Arsenal on Thursday. Arsenal on Sunday. Arsenal on Thursday. I am here <laughs> for it. I am here for it. I would prefer it to be Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Wednesday. Saturday, but I will take what I can get. And the thing is about it, like, yeah, we have to play Tottenham. Yeah, we have to play City. Yeah, we have to play Liverpool. But A, those games are all at the Emirates. So, like, that's something that's in our favor. B, you guys have to play Arsenal. Like, you, you like, don't, like, like Arsenal, Arsenal Dang. are no slouches this year. And if, if, you come into the, or if you come into the Arsenal match with that mentality, you're about to get banged out against this Arsenal team. This Arsenal Richardson's team. about to be juggling in the corner. And he's going to get fucking cleats to his chest by Zinchenko. I, t- I told you when he started juggling, I said to Brittany, oh, he's going to get, boom. Yep, so, there it is. Yeah, okay. like, <laughs> yes, it's a tough run of games. Yes, it's a lot of matches. No, we, we actually, interestingly enough, have less first-team players now on our senior players. We have less senior players in our team now than we did a year ago. So, like, there's less bodies to call upon, but I don't care, man. The players that we have are going to fight for that fight for that shirt and they're going to put it all out there and we're going to have we're going to have a month and whether it's a good month or a bad month we'll see but we're i i have supreme confidence about our our european run like i have i have no concerns about arsenal in the europa league do we have some tough games in the league absolutely but we have to play them 
So let's let's fucking play him. Brad, you want to make a note to talk to him on November first and see what he thinks. I'm not, <laughs> probably. You probably have the cardboard box behind him. Nah, son. yeah. When, nah, I'm when he when he when he drops uh <laughs> when he drops twelve points in October. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. I, if you think that this Arsenal team is gonna is gonna is gonna do that, I think that. Well, you're... I'm I'm looking at nine. Ooh, okay, so out of fifteen. So you're obviously you're, you're obviously... Tottenham, Tottenham, Tottenham are beating you. <laughs> Liverpool are beating you. City are beating you. We're not a a that City game's getting postponed. But why? Why are you so confident that Tottenham are beating Arsenal? Why are you? Because so they did last year. So did Arsenal. Tottenham. Arsenal Speaking, of, I just said it was a. Di- I just said it was a different Tottenham after talking about my favorite joke earlier. Where some, hope. someone, someone, just for the listeners, let me get right in the camera here. Take your glasses off. Somebody, somebody asked on Twitter earlier, <laughs> how the f, how the f, did we give up two goals in extra time? in a Champions League game. What is wrong with us? And I just replied to them, you can always spot a new fan. You must be new here. It's just <laughs> what we do. Welcome to being a Tottenham fan. So it's just what we do. I, I, I rate Tottenham's manager. Antonio Conte is a phenomenal manager. I think we manager. all do. Yeah. Conte out? But, they, no, but, no, absolutely not. But I, 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 I don't buy your player ratings. Like you are very high on the players on your team. But I will, I will point out that Eric Dyer still plays professional football for Tottenham Hotspur football. We like him now. We're, this is a this is a Dyer supporting Twitter now. We don't hate Dyer anymore. He's a quality center back. He should be on the English squad. Please, please line him up against Arsenal because Gabriel Jesus is going to eat. Going to eat, going to eat. I was not. Yes. Romero's going to. Romero's going to have Gabriel G, Jesus eating grass. Okay. Well, then who's guarding Martinelli? Oh, that's not Royal. So hopefully Spence is ready to go. Who's who's guarding Saka? You only got one Romero, bro. Oh it's, oh, it's Perisic. I got that one. Uh, but yeah, only only got one stretched. Only got one Romero and Martinelli. Paris is just losing ACL against soccer. I'm sorry. No, Sesson Young can keep with him. <laughs> I, I just don't know if he could defend. He could stay with him running. Right. I don't know if he could defend when he gets there. I, I, I appreciate your confidence and I appreciate you needing to talk shit on Arsenal, but this is a different Arsenal team. So this um, is a different Tottenham team. All right. Speaking we're, of, let's let's skip the next point because we're we're out of time. Let's just move to a quick yeah. European roundup. Um, I see what you. I, I wanted to do that, but let's 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 talk about Europe um, because we have had some matches played uh, through match week one ended last week, and then match week two has kicked off. So uh, we're just gonna kick the highlights for you guys from uh, from English teams. Um, so Napoli <laughs> beat Liverpool four to one in Naples. <laughs> Spurs beat Marseille two nil at the not Tottenham Hotspurs, White Hart Lane Stadium. In the Europa League, uh, Arsenal were away to FC Zurich and beat the, beat them 2-1. to one. And Real Sociedad got their first uh, first victory over English opponents or something like that in the Europa League against Manchester United. Um, so Christian, Cristiano Ronaldo missed like seven shots. Good for them. Uh, I think those were all expected results. <laughs> on, on the match week two. Match week two. All right. So this week, uh, 
match week two, we've had uh, of the English games that have already been played. Uh, Spur- Sporting Lisbon beat Spurs 2-0. This is the same Spurs team that's about to come rock Arsenal at the Emirates. Just throwing that out there. And then Liverpool played a nail-biter against Ajax that we talked about earlier. There was another big game. There was Bayern Munich uh, was hosting Barcelona. as Robert Lewandowski's return to Germany. Um, to Bayern Munich and Bayern Munich get the 2-0 victory. Um, tomorrow in the Champions, we've got Chelsea hosting Salzburg, City hosting Dortmund, and then um, I threw Juventus and Benfica in there for Will and because that's kind of a uh, that's a big European um, continental match. Uh, and then on Thursday, uh, the Sheriffs are hosting Manchester United in the Europa League. Arsenal and PSV Eindhoven have been postponed due to lack of police resources in London for Thursday night because, of course, Queen Elizabeth's casket is now at Buckingham Palace. So there's going to be a lack of uh, police resources available to help ensure that that match is safe. Um, I guess what, hap- what happens if Sheriff win? <laughs> memes memes nothing happens eric ten Hag's job is super secure um he he could finish eighth get bounced from the europa league in the group stage his job is so 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 secure he's not on a hot seat the glazers are not going to rock that boat unless jurgen klopp is available they're gonna have that conversation and you know what jurgen klopp's gonna say no. Get he's, Ronaldo out of there. He's not even going to pick up the phone. He's not even going to pick no, up No, he's phone. not answering it. So. Uh, probably the only one maybe we should address is just uh, sometimes you sometimes you lose away at a very good Portuguese team. I, mean, I, I got the thing is, I got nothing. You're trying to win looks the game. Like, you guys yeah, it looks – well, it, it looked like we were trying to dr- try to draw the game. We did, we, did have a, we did have more attempts and more attempts on goal. Um that just weren't going in. I don't know what the XGs was. I don't normally look into that. I, I can probably look it up after this. But 0. 0.83 I, to 0.95. You guys did lose an XG, but not significantly. But but I would say, Sean, to your point about trying to draw the match, I do I do think that you guys were trying to draw the match until they scored, right? So like like Sporting yeah. scored on the on the corner, um, which was a phenomenal head then, corner. Then we got beat on the counter, and then you got beat on a counter. So like the scoreline yeah. looks bad, but it was really just like. Crap, we conceded in the 90th minute. We need to try and get a winner. We have better players. Let's attack. And then it's just like, oh, okay, well, we got beat on the counter. So, well, yeah, I'm, I, unlike many Spurs fans that I see, I am not troubled by that. We are still in second in the group. It's okay. Like, everybody take a deep breath. It's fine. We play six of these things. We've only played two, and we're still in second. We're still moving forward, so we're it's okay. Yeah. And we beat the hardest one. I, Frankfurt's not even the hardest one. They're, they were the number one. We beat Marseille. Like, all we got, all we got to do is beat Frankfurt, and we're good. Well, Like, calm, calm down. You, Frankfurt you, beat Marseille, you beat Marseille in London, so you still have to go to France. So that's yeah, going to be a different whatever. kettle of fish. Like, whatever. All right. Anyways, like I said, I'll see you in January. And the and the <laughs> and and I think the other one to mention. Well, hey, this is Grand Potter's first Champions League game. But the more I think the more interesting game tomorrow is uh, Holland going back uh, playing against Dortmund, his old team. That's going to be very very interesting. Well, what what coincidence that is? I am so surprised that Bayern 
drew Barca in the group and City drew Dortmund in the group. Wow, color me surprised, you hey, Are you are you, were, you suggesting wait, wait, wait. that there's a conspiracy wait. theory here? Imagine yeah. that. Wait, wait, wait. If there was a conspiracy theory, then it would be Barca Chelsea this year. Okay, Brad. In the group stage. Is it written in the stars somehow? They were it's in the same they really. were in the same pot, buddy. Yeah, Brad doesn't Brad doesn't know that. He doesn't understand these things. He just says yeah. things they, and says it's written they, in the stars. The, and then the, it happens. It was written in the stars that they were in the same pot. So they were. it was in the same sky. Brad, oh, fin- fin- okay. Fin- I, I got it now. I got it now. I got finish it your now. thought so I can get us out of this podcast. That, that was it. Astronomically too long. See, watch Holland dominate Dortmund. All right. Yeah, I mean, he's going to. Um, all right. If you're new here, I meant to say this at the beginning, but please hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. Um, if you're, you know, finding us stumbled upon us, if YouTube promoted us somehow and you're still here, thank you for listening for these last 40 minutes. And we really appreciate if you could hit us with the follow button, hit us a subscribe, whatever it is, um, check back in with us, leave us a comment, um, hit us up on Twitter. That's at KS Brad G. That is at Whiteheart underscore Sean. I am at James Tiffany, and we collectively are at Redcard underscore radio. Um, check back later this week. There will be a preview episode because there are some matches going on this weekend um, in the Premier League, and we will preview those matches for you guys. Uh, but until next time, have a good one. Thanks for tuning in.